with our podcast and did you know about the number one mistake you make with customer service reps oh no i really want to help you get your way okay Okay, but i'm angry (laughs) you should be you should be and pee pride it's a thing girl pee pride be loud be proud no longer can you hold me back well first though a conversation rule to really get to know somebody better this is so simple but do you do it Mm. take a listen A conversation rule to really get to know somebody better. And this is a simple one. I guarantee you've heard this rule before, but do you do it? Okay, the conversation rule, very simple. To really get to know somebody better is to never ask a yes or no question. Never ask them a question where the answer could be yes or no. Right. You need to... Find a way to reword the the question, figure it out so that the answer has to be an open-ended answer. And that way the person starts to talk more, they feel a little more comfortable, maybe they Mm. give you some more details, and then you can have a, you know, a follow-up question. Yeah, like one of the ones, especially if, you know, if you have kids, don't they always say, don't just say, did you have a good day today at school? Oh, God, they they lather, they slather that on top of all the other parenting pressure. Yeah. They're like, no, never ask your kid, did you have a good day at school? Yeah. No, it's got to be like, what were your top three favorite moments? Yeah. What made you smile today? <laughs> what, what made, made you, you What made you laugh today? How many buckets did you fill? There's yeah. so much pressure. Did someone dip into your bucket today? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, wait. Nope. Wrong. Parenting fail. Y- y- yeah. Or like, or this fail. How, how much... Did dipping, dipping with your bucket. No, like, no, you see, this is this no. is also. I know. Yeah, I know. And it's like, what if, like, say, knock on wood, not that it's ever going to happen. Say you and your husband, mm-hmm. it was over, mm-hmm. and I was like, so are you guys going to get divorced? Like, I'm not allowed to ask that question because the answer could be yes or no. Right. If I'm like, so what on a scale of one to ten? No, it would be how divorced are you? No, I don't think it's that either. I think no. it would be more along the lines of how are you feeling? Oh, good one. I'm yeah. going to write that down. Yeah, how are you feeling? <laughs> how are you feeling? Yeah. Yeah, but then sometimes you get an answer like you gave me this morning when you came in the room. Oh, yeah. So you, what did you ask me? I was going to bring this up as well. I was like, hi, Nira. How are you? No, you said, what's up? Yeah, what's up? And hey, you're Nira, like, what's up? And you're like, everything and nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. I was like, oh, my God, it's so early. Yes, that was straight up so exactly what went down. <laughs> now, you pretend to be you and ask me the question again. Okay. Hey, Nero, what's up? I don't know. Everything? I don't know. Nothing? Mm-hmm. That's how I answered you. But it wasn't yes or no, so we both... Winning. We know I'm getting to know you. You asked the question correctly. <laughs> and you answered. And I gave you more than you wanted, needed. Way more. Yes. Ever. And then instead of, you know, a follow-up question, you no. were like... I like it, but I don't know what to do with it. I'm still processing. (laughs) Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. There's a new online video posting trend out there. The trend is people posting hours, hours long live streams of themselves just working. Working nine to five. What a way to make it. The big one is just sitting at a computer. Just 
live streaming <laughs> them sitting at a computer doing their work. Wow. And I know it's Can sounds, you see the screen? Uh, I don't know. I think everybody's posting in different ways. Okay. Uh, it sounds pretty boring. Sounds very boring. But supposedly, it's helpful. It's very helpful for some people who have trouble focusing. So knowing that they have someone that they're live streaming while they're at work, it helps them focus. It helps them do better at work. Apparently, it's like, it's just like, oh, I'm not by myself. And you can hear like the, the clickety. Yeah, the sitting in the computer. Okay. You know, did you say these are people in an office? Usually, uh, it's for remote work. Oh, not in the office. Um, it can also, but it mimics being at the office. Huh. So the reason why this is becoming such a hot trend, because there's a lot of people who are working from home. Mm-hmm. So when they're working from home, they're kind of like, oh, look, the laundry needs to be done. Oh, mm-hmm. shoot. I should take the dog for a walk. Oh, wait. I'm going to go drop the kids at school. Yeah. I, oh, I really wanted to watch that show. Maybe if I just have a coffee and watch the show for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. They're feeling that uh, this. they're calling this body doubling or called parallel working, this trend. Okay. Mm-hmm. This trend of body doubling, parallel working. Uh, one woman does it. She streams herself five hours a day working every day. She streams it on TikTok. She's a data analyst. Uh, she randomly will take a little break to answer some questions in the comment section. Oh, God. But she's, like, she's got, it's like over $100,000, over 100,000 followers since she started posting these videos. That watch her live? That watch her. Because when someone's working from home, having her on and doing this body doubling parallel working makes them feel like they're not alone. And it keeps them motivated and working. Wow. Because then they're like, oh, I shouldn't take a break. She hasn't taken a break yet. Oh, I'm not going to oh, put the laundry She's still in. typing. We're okay. still working. Uh, we're still working. Yeah, we're still working. And oh it's supposedly going to boost their mood and productivity with this parallel parallel working body doubling thing. That's Live big... streaming your work. Yeah. Do do you send the link to your boss? <laughs> to prove that you're working? Because all my <laughs> friends who work at home, I would say work half the day. Mm. Max. I know. And they're like, it's fine. I've got this auto thing set up. As long as you shake the mouse every hour or something, my one friend's like, you got to shake your mouse once an hour and then it triggers something in this system and then it knows that you're still active. Otherwise, your mouse goes to inactive, your computer system. Right. So she's like, as long as you all got to do is shake the mouse once an hour. I'm like, what? But there's also (laughs) so many people who now have claimed you can do majority of your work from your phone. Yeah. People said like they can sit on their smartphone and get 80% of the work they need to get done hmm. required for their job. Right. So they don't even have to be sitting at a desk. So this whole parallel working, body doubling, it really is for uh, people who are working from home, but they're feeling lonely. Hmm. Come into the office. I don't think there's an office for everybody anymore. We have ample space here. <laughs> we 969 do. Robson. Hey, you know how we're looking for a side hustle? Yeah. Let's start renting out desks. Oh to my people. God, Nira. We can let them in with our passes. Trademarked. <laughs> Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira on 94.5 Virgin Radio. Have you been feeling a bit more delusional than usual? <laughs> is that plausible? Yeah, it is. <sighs> and you're not the only one, because if you have been feeling that way, it's kind of the full moon haze. Mm. We got some lessons to learn from the March worm full moon. <coughs> oh, there it is. It's today. The worm moon. This month's full moon 
it's really pressing us to find a balance between our day-to-day functions and the routine and our physical health, trying to really focus on a balance of it all. Your day-to-day, your routine, and your physical health. Are you in balance? No. Okay, that's what I thought. Are you? I'm trying. I felt my tone there. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I blame the full moon. (laughs) This full worm moon is going to give us some structure to our dreams, believe it or not. Okay. great. Yeah. It's really uh, helping us with this stagnant type feeling that we're having right now. Whoa. You feel stagnant? Yes. Oh. So this worm full moon is hoping to revitalize your dreams and make them a little bit more within reach. Great. It's helping you. It wants to help you make that connection. It's also, they say, this worm full moon today is an emotional time if you're in a romantic relationship. If you're in that romance phase right now, mm. you're going to feel a little bit emotional and uh, fertilization is going to come up a bit. Oh, God. Okay, no. But when we say fertilization, it doesn't necessarily mean babies. It could also be like, you know, planting the roots of your relationship. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's Nurturing less scary. It. That's less scary. Nurturing it. That's less scary than a baby. <laughs> yes. This worm moon is also letting you know that whatever is about to happen next is your non-negotiable. Oh. Okay. And it's asking you to take a big leap of faith of what you really want and what you believe in because it's going to be a non-negotiable and we're trying to help you find the clarity, says this worm moon. Okay. And also... it's always There's always so much with the full moons. Like, just give me one thing to work on. No, no, no. Here's 28 things. Keep going. Well, this one is a general messaging about full moons. Okay. Something to really pay attention when it comes to full moons in general. Full moons always shine a direct, direct activating light on our shadows. Okay. Full moons shine a light directly on our shadows. These shadows are to invite closures in our life that are needed. Whoa. And a quote, only after disasters can we resurrect. It's only once you've lost everything that you are free to do anything. Nothing is static. Everything is always evolving. It's okay if things are falling apart. That is the message of the full moon. <sighs> of the general full moon. There's so many things in that. Well, There's I, a million things in that. I really like the idea of a full moon, no matter which full moon it is. It's always trying to give you light to pay attention to your shadows. Because we try not to pay attention to our shadows. We've always been taught to, ooh, shadow, darkness. Mm-hmm. But no, you should pay attention to the shadows too. Okay. Your shadows are a good reminder of the things that maybe possibly do need a little bit of attention. Do need some closure. Okay. You know? Hmm. So I'm going to go look in my shadows. In the um, dark corners of my shadow. They don't have to be dark corners. Okay. But if they are, you want to think about how you want to seal them up. Some of your dark shadows. Right. Some of the things that are in your shadows. Have you taken the time to acknowledge them? Have you taken the time to maybe come face to face with them? Or have you just kind of been like, you know, pushing them to the side? Pushing to okay. the side. How big is your shadow? Look at her. She's right here. <laughs> Look at her. Look at her. She's staring at She's you. Giant. Holly <laughs> and Nira. And now this with Nira. Chris Rock had his special. Will Smith had a reaction. That's today's top biz story. It's pretty obvious from Chris Rock's Netflix special. 
Then he hasn't quite forgiven Will Smith. I got summertime ringing in my ears. Mm-hmm. It's like it hurt. It still hurts. So many people are saying that Chris Rock said everything he wanted to say. It was funny, self-deprecating, thought-provoking, and now Chris can just move on. And Will Smith has been trying to make things right. He apparently did contact Chris Rock's people again, hoping that after this special, Chris Rock may be in a position or in a place where he would be ready to accept Will Smith's apology, and the answer still is no thank you. Mm-hmm. Ooh, gosh. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I guess. I know. Uh, the ball is in Chris Rock's court. 100%. And just because you want to apologize, that doesn't mean the other person has to let you. That's correct. That's a tough lesson for Will Smith, too. It mm. sucks. It's a tough lesson for the world in general. Because you want to... You've been in that position where you really want to apologize to someone. Nah. But they're not... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nah. Screw them. Screw them. They don't want my apology. Forget it. No, um, yeah. I have been. Yeah, like if and you it's harsh. really wronged someone mm-hmm. and you want to apologize, but either they don't want to give you the space to apologize mm-hmm. or don't have the capacity for forgiveness right now. Yeah. You know? And as the person who needs to apologize and, the, the, and they won't, they're not being allowed to, you also have to let that go at one point because it's not like, like you, it's just, yeah, it's I think done. from Will Smith's point of view, I think the final stage for him to finally not feel so much remorse is to get, to be able to apologize. I think he kind of wants the good publicity too. No, I like the headline of like Chris Rock, Will Smith, friends again. See note for coffee. No, I don't yeah. think anybody. I, don't, I mean, no. Of course, that be that would be amazing. But I don't think Chris Rock and no, I don't think Will Smith is looking for. Hey, let's be buddies. I think yeah. he just needs to get it off his chest, which is also selfish because he needs to get it off his That's right. chest. That's right. But I can understand why Will Smith needs it. Yeah. Like, you know, I can I can understand that. Yeah. I get both sides. Right? Of course. Also, I don't know if you know the Chris Rock special. It was recorded in Baltimore. Okay. That's where the show was. And that is Jada Pinkett Smith's hometown. <laughs> was she there? <laughs> yeah, no. Now, this is an interesting couple that we spotted. Avril Lavigne and Tyga. Tyga spotted kissing in Paris for yeah, making out fashion week, holding hands. They're just getting to know each other. I mean, Avril Lavigne needs no introduction. We love her. Tyga, he is most notably remembered as Kylie Jenner's ex. Mm. Remember they dated for about four years on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, they're just like, hey, like that's Let's just chill. Let's just see where we want this to go. She was actually engaged not too long ago. I remember saying, hey, congratulations mm-hmm. to Avril Lavigne. She mm-hmm. was engaged to this guy named Maud's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their engagement got called off a couple of months ago. Sounds like the sun has set. Hey, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the she's been waiting all morning for that one. She's been waiting. <laughs> all right. Uh. Who is Shania Twain's new Brad Pitt? That is the question because you remember her massive hit, That Don't Impress Me Much? That don't impress me much. Still in rotation on my phone, by the way. Oh, Still great. into it. This is a great song. <laughs> 1998, by the way. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. 25 years ago. Oh, my God. And Shania Twain famously name-dropped Brad Pitt in That Don't Impress Me Much. Okay. So you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. Love this. So Shania Twain was asked today... For that line, 
Who would be your new Brad Pitt? Oh, if you good one. We're recreating that song today. Who would you update that line with today? And her answer is Channing Tatum. Oh! Yes. Yep. So you're Channing Tatum. Yep. That don't impress me. So oh my good. God. I'm Nira. That is the biz. Catch up on more biz stories. Listen back anytime at 94.5 virginradio.ca. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. The new relationship milestone. And this is a big one. The new relationship milestone is when you start watching a series together. Oh, yeah. Okay, like when you've just started dating, then you both decide to start a show together. Maybe not even start a show. Maybe start the new season of a show you've always loved. And then, oh, my God, you like Game of Thrones, too? Oh, my God, the new season's coming out. Okay, why don't we, I don't know. Want to watch season eight together? Oh, like like House of Dragons came out, which is the prequel. Sure. So you'd be like, oh, you were a giant Game of Thrones fan. Let's watch House of Dragon together. Huge in relationship world. Wait. Huge. When they're watching it together, are they watching it together physically? I think so, yeah. Or is it like, hey, I'm going to watch episode one tonight at home. You're going to, and I'll also watch episode one together at home. FaceTime me later and we'll talk about it. Yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I mean, the rules would be up to you as the couple. You could figure it out, but you run the risk, right, of yeah. the show being ruined for many reasons by this new person that you're watching the show with. Yeah. Maybe they don't like the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe they talk the whole time while you're trying to watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're forever going to associate, say it was House of Dragon. Mm-hmm. Zuh. Dragons? House of Dragon. Dra- House of Dragon. Pl- singular. House of Dragon. House of Dragon. Jeez, man! No, no, already, I gave up halfway through the show. You would already annoy me. This is perfect. Like, this is what would happen. Good. And I would be like, seriously? Dragon. See? House of Dragon. It's a very... <laughs> people are really very particular about their shows they watch yes. and the rules around the show. Yeah. And... I don't know. I, I, I mean, know. we've been together for a very long time. Maybe <laughs> that's the problem. We've been together. But you would annoy me so much yep. if we watched a show together. Oh, my God. You know what else I do at home that annoys my husband so bad when we yeah, watch? Yeah, commentary. You commentary. make fun of it. You're like... You You just... You ruin. I also barely ever sit down. I'm always getting yeah, up. Yeah, you're annoying. I'm, Oh, thank you. <laughs> so annoying. I know. And my husband is annoying too because my husband, Gary, will be like, okay, I'm like, let's watch a show together. And maybe he'll pretend that he's trying to be into the show that I might be into or let's watch a movie and he'll pretend. Mm-hmm. But then he'll kind of side do stuff on his phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, excuse you, put your phone down. And he's like, what's it to you if I'm like, I why, agree. Why is it? He's like, why does it bother you so much? That I'm doing something on my phone while I'm trying to watch this show. Because to me, I think that's so disrespectful to me because we're supposed to be watching this show together. Not even to the show, not even to the people on the show. It's disrespectful to you. Yes. Who's watching the show with him. Yeah, because then I'm like, well, if you're just going to be sitting on your phone, then I'd rather just watch this show by myself. Wow. (laughs) Just be in the zone. You're not in the zone with me. And that could be, again, what kind of, what kind of viewer do you have? Are they totally in the zone viewer with you like Mm -hmm. you are? Mm -hmm. Or are they like, oh, let me just check what's in my, or they like you like, oh, I'm just going to get a basket of laundry from the dryer Mm -hmm. first and then I'll come back and then I have to pause, have to pause. Yeah. And you're like, why'd you pause? I'm like, for you. You know what else I do? I rewind. Cause I'm like, wait, what did he say? Oh yeah. John's always like, if you sit down and watch. Yeah. 
Yeah. And also, <laughs> if it is something like House of Dragon, do they know the backstory? Did, or are they pretending yeah. that they, w- they were totally into Game of Thrones? You have yeah. to ask all those background questions. Honestly. But then you come across a little bit psycho because you're like, okay, are you really a fan of Game of Thrones? Will you be able to handle, handle the prequel? Do you understand English as in English with an accent? Because a lot of people don't understand English with yeah. an accent. They think they know English. Yeah. But then as soon as people start talking with their accent, they're like, I don't understand anything they're saying. Then I you also, have to put on subtitles. I always have subtitles on. For every single show I watch. That's the truth. How do you feel about that? I can't talk to you right now. Are we breaking up? It's over. (laughs) Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. More proof. We should just stop doing it in our bedroom altogether. It's not that. I know, I can tell. (laughs) By your tone. I'm talking about making your bed. Holly. Yeah. I'm gonna. I know. I've been telling. How you long? You've been telling me forever. For over a decade, I've been telling you we're not supposed to be doing this, and everyone thinks it's just me being lazy. I'm just gonna add to you, okay? Yes, I will say it. Nira has been telling me for the last eleven years to stop making my bed or let it air out. Yeah, there's a thing that's that people do. They wake up in the morning and right away they make their bed. Mm-hmm. That is the worst thing that you can do. True. The first thing that you should do when you wake up in the morning is even spread your your covers even further. Throw them. And let your bed air out because stuff happens while you're sleeping in it, whether you want to admit it or not, mm. or whether you know the science behind it or not. And then maybe a couple of hours later, you should make your bed. That's right. Making your bed, as Nira said, traps dust mites and other bugs that live in our bed. And the moisture. The moisture, which can build up and cause allergies. It's bad for your skin. So they say, yeah, you're not supposed to make your bed all the time or you're supposed to wait. No, this new study nurse says never make it. Ever. Never, ever make your bed. My mother-in-law would lose it right now. Totally. Mom, she came to help a couple of times last week because my husband had to go to work really early and the kids needed help and blah, blah, blah. She makes the bed within the first minute of getting up. I mean, I appreciate how that looks. Like, right? I'm like, Mom, don't. And she's like, yeah, okay, sure. She just thinks it's me <laughs> being like... You? Yeah, not wanting to make a bed. But I'm like, no, you're not supposed to. It's bad yeah. for your health. They say if you can crack a window, <laughs> get some sunlight on your bed, yeah. that's the best. If it works that the <laughs> angle of the sun can come in, yeah, yeah, they yeah. say that's the best. And yeah. they just say never. Just don't make it. Mm. Just leave it open, messy. Just let it air out all day. Oh, gosh. But what about presentation? I know. Right? Are you a bed maker? I am, actually. It's shocking to people. John actually thinks like in my former life I worked at a hotel or something because my husband because I am like a like I'll tuck there's a lot what? I'll make it look perfect I know me what I know okay. I don't even brush my hair but my bed looks perfect when you get home from work yeah the beds aren't made because your husband That's right. obviously doesn't have time in the mornings or it's made to what he thinks is the bed made which is like no so when you get home yeah. you then remake the beds I do all of them what? Yeah, and I like tuck my son's beds, like they share a room. Oh, yeah, I make it all. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I know. I know. Okay. I know. Okay. It's really it's, weird. It's actually, I find it very impressive people who know how to make good bed. Mm. You know what I mean? I'll come over. <laughs> Please. I'll I'm, make good bed to you, honey. I'm interested. I'm interested. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. The number one mistake you make with customer service reps. We've all been there where we've had to talk to someone who's a customer service representative. 
there's like all these warnings up now. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you go, it's like, mm-hmm. we will not tolerate mm-hmm. rude behavior. Exactly. Abrasive language, yeah, rude foul, behavior. Yeah. Foul Nothing language. physical. I mean, I don't know what is happening. I don't know. And it's always at the drive-thru. I'm like, yeah. who's getting physical through the window? It gets bad. It gets bad. But if you're on the line with someone over the phone and you need to talk to a customer service representative, it has happened a few times. You know, where you're like, hey, something just isn't right, or you really need some help with something. There's three major mistakes, okay? Okay. I'll tell you the number one last, ironically. Let's start with number three. Being completely unwilling to compromise. Okay. This is you. This is one of the biggest mistakes you're making when you are in contact with a customer service rep. You're not being willing to compromise. Maybe you want a refund in the situation, Mm -hmm. but... The best they can do for you is offer you a credit. It does make sense. Just quit while you're ahead and take the credit. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. You got to be willing to compromise. Okay. Number two. Even if you're in the right. I know. Okay. It's not a thing anymore. I grew up with what I was taught when I was in the workforce at a very young age was the customer is always right. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a thing anymore. No. 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 We have no power as a customer. Yeah. Seriously, it's like yeah. your coffee's cold and you're like, you go back into the restaurant if you've been in a drive-thru and be like, coffee's cold. They're like, go somewhere else. They're like, well, did you blow on it? You're like, <laughs> well, I your just fault. came out of the drive-thru your bag. Fault. Your fault. <laughs> okay, number two. Mistakes you make with customer service representatives. Number two, not being prepared. You not yep. being prepared. That is me. Oh, there, do you have your 12-digit thing? I'm like, oh. I'm driving. They're like, oh So you've God. already annoyed them. You're annoying. Yeah. You're that annoying person already. Yep. Before you call, think about the things that you will need to have ready. Dates, account numbers. Appreciate that they're more likely to help you if you're prepared with everything. Okay, and- but uh, some of that's got to be on them. You know Dude. what I like? I like the hold message. That's like, you're on hold. You're next in the queue or you're fourth in the queue. Please have these things yes. ready. I'm like, yes. okay, I've got it. Okay, but be prepared. Okay, but I don't work there, so I don't know what information you're going to need from me, ma'am. Okay, see, that is yeah. not going to... No, right no. away, I would mm. be like this. <laughs> okay, and the number one mistake you make with customer service reps. Number one, going in hot. So hot and hot. Yeah, Ooh, hot to handle. You're going in fuming, steaming. You are. Ugh. Yeah, watch out. No, you better not call. When you are going in hot, it's over. I'm telling you right now. Remember, the person you're talking to is just doing their job. They're not the one you're actually mad at. Mm-hmm. You have to remember that. So at a minimum, try to be polite. Mind your tone. Don't go in hot. Don't go in rude. I love starting it with, you know, when they answer, they're like, oh, let's say, welcome to how I help you. Or sometimes I don't even say that anymore, how I help you. It's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Then I started with, hi, I'm really hoping you'll be able to help me out with this situation right now. See, that sounds like a nightmare to me if I was on the other end. I'm being kind. I'm asking them for help. Mm -hmm. I'm letting them know they are in power because they are. And if you showcase to them that you're like, okay, you're in power. I really need your help. I'm mm. being polite. Save me. They're more likely wanting mm. to help you. You know what's funny is that you said the number one thing you can do wrong Going to a customer. Hot. Who can get through when they're hot? I would love to be able to get a hold of somebody when I'm hot. Yeah. And though I'm always on hold for like 40 minutes. By the time they pick up, I'm like, 
Hey, maybe how's that's the strategy. They know. Maybe they're doing it on purpose. You know, they put <gasps> us on hold for so long. Yes. But some people get hotter the longer that they're on hold. Yeah. That's the other problem. There's then a you're window. Fuming. There's a window for me. Yeah. Because I could be going in totally cool. I'm like, who's yeah. a cucumber? I'm going to be like, chill. <laughs> like, Just need your I'm, help. I'm a cool mom. I want that credit. Right? But then if they have me on hold, I'm like, yeah. I've lost it. By 40 minutes, I'm like, are you serious right yeah. now? Or if they try and do the transfer and then they lose you. That's the worst. They can get a transfer to someone. I'm like, no, no, no. no. And then I'm always Stunt. like, take my number. Give me your number. <laughs> Don't you dare transfer me. <laughs> They're like, please hold. Holly and Nira. Time for Holly and Nira's Snoop Loop. Snoop. It's going to be one of the hottest parties this summer. It's going to be so fun. Oh, my God. Friday, July the 7th, Rogers Arena, the high school reunion tour. Snoop, Wiz Khalifa. Tickets on sale this Friday morning, 10 a.m. So these are Beat the Street tickets we're giving away right now. Warren G and Too Short as well. I mean, come on. You know, Regulate is one of my favorite songs <gasps> of all time. Of all time. I want to see Too Short live. It's like, come on. The, the bucket list. Thing. Oh, I'm, bucket list, you said, right? Yes. What did you think I said? Well, no. Come on now. Um, okay, what we've done, the game is called Holly and Nero's Snoop Loop. We've looped a line from a very well-known Snoop song. You tell us what it is, and you win. Playing with us this morning. Is this Estella in Pit Meadows? Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Estella? Yes, yes Estella. Estella? Yes. Take a deep breath. We're going to play the Snoop Loop for you, and then you tell us what Snoop song it is, okay? Okay. okay, Nira, you should say instead of take a deep breath when it comes to Snoop, take a big inhale. Mm. Yeah, that'll be Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, Captain take obvious. A listen, take a listen to It's like this and like that and like this, Santa. It's like this and like that and like this, Santa. It's like this and like that and like this, Santa. Estella! Oh, God. What song is Ain't that? Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. baby. <laughs> we want to see the rest, but we cannot. Going crazy. Death Row is a label that pays me. Oh, it's so good. Estella, we are so jealous right now. You got these tickets. You are going to the high school reunion tour. Oh, my gosh. My brother is going to die. I am dying right now. Aww. This is amazing. Thank you so much. Are you, you taking so your welcome. brother? I am. That is I so am. cute. I love that so much. Have so much fun, Estella, you. And what's your brother's name? His name's Jason. Jason. Okay. Jason, Jason right. you don't even know what's happening. We'll look for you through the crowd, the, the cloud of smoke. <laughs> oh, any more? So and you got excited. any more? Just Thank get them out so now. Much. I got so many. Okay, we got more okay. tickets, though, for you. We're going to be playing this new loop again tomorrow morning at 830. Holly and Nira. Virgin. People are confused. And we got to help them out. When is it okay... And when is it not okay to call somebody one of these? And the word is bruh. Bruh, no! Bruh. <laughs> A Dallas reporter called the mayor bruh and was fired from her job. <laughs> bruh, no! Bruh. <laughs> so what was the context? What she happened? is a female reporter. The okay. mayor is a man. Kay. He made a comment about, I don't know, the economy or something. And she and she tweeted back to him, like, maybe you should look at your facts again, bruh. And that was it. Something so innocent. And he was so offended. offended? How dare you call me bruh? Oh, so, okay. 
Let's rewind. Was he actually offended that she called him out about the facts, but then used the bra? No. Apparently, he was fine with the facts. It was the bra that really got him to the point where she got fired. That's ridiculous. Thank you. For her to get fired over a tweet that said bra, no bra. thank you. Come and on. like no situation wants me to say bra more than that exact situation. Bro. No, that's pretty bra. messed up that she got fired for that. It's because in the in the dictionary, the real dictionary, it says bra is defined as an informal term for a male friend. I guess so, it was a little too informal for to call the mayor bra. Yeah, but that's actually quite nice. <laughs> well, she could have called him a lot worse. Yes. Like, what was the fact check, blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever. Yeah, what was whatever. her line? I don't know. It was whatever. something like, you, next time, the fact economy. check. Like, mm, head. Bruh. Like, she didn't call him a uh, head. He basically contradicted himself. And she was like, actually, you already da 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 bruh. And she could have been like, mm, blank hole. She could have called him a blank hole. Like, or yes. a blank head. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, there's so many other things. She just said bra. There's actually a term. That's a term of endearment. It's actually a term, like, for everything. I looked it up on my favorite dictionary, Urban Dictionary. Yeah. And it says, bra is the reaction to every single situation possible. The most versatile word in existence. Can be used to show happiness, sadness, distress, anger, fear, whatever. Bra. Yeah. Bra. Okay. Right? It needs to chill. I mean, my kids have started calling me that. I do. My kids call me that, too. And it's a little bit weird. I'm like, I am not your bra. Bra? No. I, I I'm, actually don't I'm, mind it. No, I'm good with it. I'm not your bra. I'm your ma. You want okay? <laughs> Get that put on her shirt. Right. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Oh, yeah. Pea pride. It's a thing. It's a legit thing. And you know what I'm talking about. Pea pride. Oh, there it is. The stream. Wow. And it's clear, baby. Sounds like it's very far from the toilet, that one. That's okay. Honest. You're protecting that, your man. You're protecting that your must buttocks. Be a man. Or, or a squat. You're at a concert. At a very high squat okay. level. Okay. <laughs> Pea pride is a thing. And it is time. It is time to be loud and proud. Okay. yesterday peeing came up yesterday we were talking about it on the show i don't know why you brought up something and we started talking about peeing you know why because we sneezed twice at the same time last week <laughs> then i googled the spiritual meaning of sneezing then we both had to pee at the same time so i googled the spiritual meaning of peeing yes. and it means you need to emotionally release okay fine or that your bladder's full but that's boring emotional release uh, so I like to think of it more of the bladder release, the sensation of urination. It's very normal. And I brought up how I'm very, very proud of mm-hmm. clear pee. It's like a real thing for you. Uh, major. Like, a, like, is it on your resume? <laughs> I have the clearest pee. I am hydrated. You want to know my secret talent? <laughs> I can type, but more. Uh-huh, uh, my pee, pee is very, very clear. And this is important because after we had this conversation and you made fun of me about how proud I am about clear pee, I went to the kitchen, and, ironically, filling up my water bottle. You peed. I was like, Nira. No, no, no. I went to the kitchen, ironically, because it reminded me of hydration. Right, okay. And two different women who work at the office completely like oh my gosh I it is such a thing for me to make sure my pee is clear I am so glad you brought this up I also have pride with my clear pee Wow. And another one, another woman as well. So we started talking. We're like, pee pride is a thing. I'm not the only one. I am not the only one who has pee pride for clear pee I'm going to need some intimate details Clear urination 
Clear. Is it, is it like water? Like you could not even flush and it just looks like there's some toilet paper in the toilet. I know this is yes. a lot of information I need to know. Uh, like it's completely clear? Like no. water? There is a very, very, very minimal hue. Very. <laughs> like a very, like you would okay. be like, is that the toilet water or is, or that, is that the near I just pee? Okay, wow. Uh, unless I've freshly had vitamins. Then it's fluorescent from Here the vitamins. Go. Here we go, yeah. Okay? Yeah. So that one I let go. I understand okay. what it's from. <laughs> but if there is any color, like wow. I freak out. I freak out. <laughs> it's interesting that you do this for yourself, but you've now started shaming your children at home. Oh, big time. Because they never flush. Same at my house. Nobody yeah. flushes yeah. the friggin' toilet. Oh, yeah. And so you'll walk by and you'll be like, hey. Yes. Or... If, yeah, like sometimes I'm around. We're always around each other in my house. And one will be brushing. Next thing, someone wants to go to pee. And if I can smell your pee, then you will never smell my pee. Oh, you wow. Will, but there ain't no smell. Ain't right. none. Right. Again, unless there's vitamins or asparagus. But otherwise. Also, I never am going to. <laughs> Just put it in. I trust you. Your word is good. Holly and Nira.